six feet from the edge, and I think I'm a dog. been in a Pearl Jam cover band? No. <laughs> no, I can't say that I have, brother. Me, me neither. <laughs> well, it's first time for everything, I guess. I think, uh, I think the most important part of, you know, a Pearl cover band would just be having a guy who sounds like that. Right. And the rest sort of, you know, falls into place. Right. I mean, I, I, I've i been, like, to... I remember there's, like, a bar called Scout Bar in Houston where I've seen some good bands, but I've also been there uh, to see, like, uh, cover bands for, like, grunge and then, like, butt rock. Like, like you know, fucking, like, like this shit, like, y'all gone, and we're gonna get into a fight and stuff like that. Yeah, and, so uh, butt rock is... But rock is yeah, it's like crossfade, all that like I don't know. Well, you know what? How about here's what I'll do. You send me a list of words, mm-hmm. and I'll look them up later. Because yeah, I otherwise won't... it's gonna have to be 25 minutes to be going. Right, I don't right. know what that is either. Right, there was <laughs> butt rock is just like I, Creed can be called butt rock, Nickelback stuff like that. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like you know. Anyway. uh there was this guy that went to my high school who he's like a really good bass player. Um, we we were like friends in like elementary, junior high, and then like kind of stopped hanging out with him high school, just different crowds, I suppose. But he to this day will invite like he'll send a mass invite to everybody he's friends with. It's like to come watch his uh, what's the band? It's um, Godsmack cover band. Yes. And uh, they're called like I don't, dude. It's something like it's some like biblical reference, and like God smack. It's like rev, like revelation flames. Something really fucking like something along those lines where you're like, man, uh, I would rather that you sold like child pornography than do that. Not really, but uh, and so anyway, he'll send these out, and then like back in the day, he'd be like, hey man, uh. My my Godsmack cover band's playing at Scout Bar. Like you know, I know you're you're in a band, so uh, it'd be great if you if you could like come out. And I'm like, man, I don't live in Houston anymore, but I would. And he's like, oh well, you know, we got all these dates, and it's like it was one. It, it, every time this happened, it was always one of those situations where th- what I said was the nice version of no. You, you know, like hey, I'm in Austin, man. I don't come up a lot, which isn't true. I come up all the time, but I was like, I just. Yeah, you should have left it there. <laughs> That's you a clean, but, clean exit. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, "Well, we that got you're like not we, obligated to provide either." R- right, right, exactly. Like leaving somebody on red is, you know, a guy you don't even really talk to. I haven't talked to the guy in like ten years. Uh, but anyway, so he's like, "Oh, well, we're always playing at Scout Bar, I and mean, we got kind of a residency there. So, you know, just let me know when you're in town, and uh, and uh, you should come." And I was like, "All right, man." And uh, there was one time I was in town visiting my mom, and I posted, like, you know, we were at some seafood joint. I was like, ah, you know, I'm here at the shack with my family or whatever. And he messages me, and he's like, hey, dude, are you in town? And I'm like, yeah. I had forgotten, like, our last conversation. He's like, dude, I'm at Scout Bar tonight, like, trying to get a bunch of people to come out and see the Godsmack cover band. Like, do you want to come? And I was like, man, I, again, like, uh, I'm with the family tonight. He's like, oh, man, well, you should bring them out. At that point, I was like, man, I, I can't come. I'm not coming. And he was like, like, he did like, he typed and then not typed, you know, dot dots. And he was like, oh, well, like, I could get you on the guest list or whatever. And I, and I was like, dude, hey, good luck. Like, I'm not coming. You know, whatever. And then like an hour later, I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed. And he, I guess like that, whatever the Facebook version of subtweeting somebody is, I mean, this is years ago. But it was just like, I don't know the guy. I don't hang out with him. He was like, you know, like musicians just don't respect other musicians these days. <laughs> I was like, 
I, that's, I, the of best, course, that's the best lesson you can learn from that, honestly. Well, first of all, the answer to like that is a no brainer. Like it, it like I I love my friends' bands, and I think they make good music. And I love my friends, and I will go to support my friends. Uh, but like, as a general rule, I don't go like I don't really go to shows much anymore. A B, like I like I'm not gonna go see a cover band, man. Like I, I, unless it's something like funny, like if you're doing co- like if you're doing like Tears for Fears covers and your lead singer is like a midget, yeah, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> like I'm there. Don't, don't give people ideas because yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Like you know, like if you're like you know Dire Straits and you have a Chinese guy up front, oh man, <laughs> like I'm there every night. But if you're just like a guy that I used to do like yeah do kick flips with like in the driveway. And you're in a Godsmack cover band that you've been playing in for like nine years. Like I'm not. Does you know. Godsmack still put out music? No, they had a. I don't know. They might. I know they had a run where like they were in all the army commercials and then all of the Mummy movies, and that was like their clean sweep. Uh, like that was you know like that was their heyday. I'm just, maybe like in the same way that like Tool still makes music because like, you know. Uh, okay, but Tool still makes good music. That is true. I was thinking of a band from that era, and that's like, the first one that, that uh, came to mind. Not to be that like is true. that, but like Tool. No. Uh, I mean. No, they're great. I love yeah. Tool. I'm saying like a band from that era, like a band that's been playing like grunge adjacent or whatever for like 35 years. Like that is like, yeah, I'm sure yeah, they still make like, music. Man, did you hear that new um, Five Finger Death Punch single? It's crazy. Do you know the band Family Force Five? <laughs> oh, do I? Yeah. Uh, it's I've, like a. I've, I think I do. It's like a Christian metal core. Yes, I don't, it's like yes. yes, but it's not like under oath Christian metal core. It's like hell yeah. Oh, anyway, there is was. It, a, is it like Disciple? Do you know that one? No, I don't. But it's it's fucking corny, dude, and it sucks. Because Disciple, back in when when I was growing up, that was the default, um, like Christian metal band. Yeah, there was like Christian. I don't know, like like Under Oath was supposed to, but like these. This is like a they're like Christian. I don't know. Like, it's like corny. Anyway, there was a guy in my college who. So we went to it was a Catholic school, like a Catholic university. But it wasn't like it wasn't like a religious place at all. Mm-hmm. The school was also called like Closet on the Hilltop because everyone like went there to like become gay. Like that was the big that's runner where, joke. That's where you went, right? I I did, and I didn't become gay. I was one of the uh, standouts. <laughs> I went there to become more straight. No, I bet um, you stood out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this guy like he was he was roomed with my friend at the time, Jack, who uh, was a homosexual guy. And uh, still is this day to this day. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the guy. Yeah. It's, it's funny yeah. to say that about a guy you don't know. <laughs> and he, this guy, I forget his name, but he would like so in front of our dorms we had clips that you could like that the RAs would like attach like notices to like hey like please keep it down after eleven like pieces of paper or invites to parties or whatever like people would leave little post it notes. Well, this motherfucker would leave like pro-life propaganda like all over the like all over the dorm and this is a very very liberal college like a re- religious affiliation aside like it was a profoundly profoundly like liberal school uh and uh like every day i would come outside and there would be some like it would be like one of those pictures of a fetus that's like the size of a fruit gummy and it would be like this thing has a soul and a heartbeat and a name and its name is you know fucking John or whatever DJ its name is Keith um, <laughs> and uh, and so we decided <coughs> collectively that we were gonna like fuck with this guy um, this is the guy I told you that somebody in the, I think I told you somebody in the dorm kept printing out gay pornography of the school and sliding it under their door <laughs> like, <laughs> like 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 it was like full-blown like not like two dudes kissing like just what? A, hey, just just go on, just go on the Google and get real grime. You go to like the fifteen minute and twenty seven second mark, and it's just yes. in the in the heat yes. of the moment, wherever mm, that is. Yeah. 
Yeah, correct. Like leather and whatever the fuck and puppy dog suits. And would like slide under his door and he never dude, he had the best poker face. Respect to this guy. Because there was like there was like never a moment when I thought, you know, like there was one time where he was like, ah, <laughs> like, I guess it, like we heard a scream and it came from there. And I was like, oh, that is being, but he would listen. I bring up family force five because like, you know, it's a college dorm. Like you're walking past the hallway. You'll hear like, this is like 2014. So or 2012. Yeah. 2013. It's just like Trinidad James or whatever. Yeah. You'll hear like gold all in my chain. Right. Sorry hey, whatever. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that guy sucked massive amounts of penis and all the balls off. And uh, I look. I know some conservatives may be listening to this, and like Christian guys. Hey, man, more power to you. Uh, you know, do your thing. Um, but uh, I think you should be able to like kill a baby like at any time. That's how pro-choice and progressive I am, dude. I've seen him uh, do it. <laughs> Just to prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, that when they're like that video came out or it was like a like right wing propaganda and it was like uh they they sell little baby baby body parts on the black market and they're cutting up your little baby and they're not killing it they're keeping it for science research and they had this video this like grainy video of a doctor a guy, grainy video of a of a guy in scrubs and he's like uh like, like the, the the clearly like the most set up like not real thing where he's like, yeah, as an abortion doctor, my favorite thing to do is to sell little baby legs. <laughs> like it's not, like it was clearly some guy that like they were doing, you know, and the the nugget the kernel of truth was like the stem cell thing that everyone has known forever. It's like some stem cells or whatever, like from whatever. But I remember I was at a house party once uh, that one of my roommates had invited me to and. This guy he worked with, he, like before I get to the party, he's like, "Hey man, um, so my friend, my coworker Eric's there. Uh, don't talk like politics with him. Don't talk anything with him." And he, like at the time, I was one of those guys who had like six beers, and that was my favorite thing. I was not fun at parties. I would do a little coke, drink nine hundred beers, and just start talking my shit. Uh, and of course, that's like my warning, I guess. He's like, "Hey man, just don't do it." So what do I do? Like the first thing I get there, I'm like. You know, I thought this guy, he, I wish he would have informed me that it's not that he was just like a normal conservative guy. I, he basically, he was like an identity Europa guy, but before <laughs> that was like, the guy was at the party. He was friends with somebody who's a coworker there. He was like, just there. And, uh, mm -hmm. the guy was just like, we were talking and I was like, I have, I have friends who are like, I guess like center right or whatever, just people I hang out with, but like, or people I know. But this guy was like, yeah, man, I just think that, like, you know, you just build a big wall and you just shoot at it, like, every hour or so. And I'm like, nice. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was definitely, like, misinformed about who you were. I thought you were just, like... A guy who, like, likes jazz too much. Yeah, whatever, like, like, he, like, a guy who's like, eh, taxes kind of suck. I thought that's... You know, the, the, that we're talking, and then it's like, get, it's not getting heated, but I'm like, man, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. He's like, why? You don't like debate? And I'm like, no, I'm realizing right now that I am the problem. Not you necessarily. You suck dick, and you should die. But I'm the problem because I am at a house party where there's liquor and drugs and fucking music and fucking pizza and brisket and fucking cornhole outside. And I'm in here with you, motherfucker. <laughs> like... And we're doing that, like, both of us should be fucking killed right now. Like, there are people out here that are your friends and my friends, like, you know. So, like, that was, like, one of, like, my epiphany of, like, just stop. Like, nobody really gives a fuck. Like, I used to do that shit all the time, and it was, like, super annoying. And then, like, hanging out, like, now, and I hear it at bars, I'm like, dude, that really sucks. And then I'm like, I'm like dude, you did that every night for, like, nine years. So why don't you just, like, calm down a little bit? But, you know, now, uh, I talk to you two nights a week. Yeah. Um, you know? Can't beat it. Mm -mm. And, you know, we talk about stuff like Houston, Houston rap and oh, yeah. <laughs> the best kinds of hot dogs and um, mm -hmm. what kind of gun we would use to do something. 
that we couldn't take back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, uh, <laughs> what? You're like, you're like, you, <laughs> your dad walks in and you're like, I mean, I guess HK, like forty. I mean, I don't want to go anything lower than forty because then you run the risk of like missing and it doesn't work. Um, you want through and through. Like, you don't want to run the risk of having to wear a hat and like you know shaking a lot in a chair for the rest of your life. You know, you want to go hollow point forty plus. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I would use a 12-gauge toe-style Cobain mode. <laughs> Just really take the whole front of my head completely the fuck off. And you're like, ah, yeah, ingenuity. Yeah, name of the game with that one. Um, I would use a turret. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. like, be, like yeah, I think I would use a, a 22 and just see how, you know, like a pinball machine, how many times it so, yeah, yeah. around. Bing, 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 bing. It would be I, – I, I don't want to say it would be cool. But it would be impressive to die by shooting yourself in the head like seven times. Yeah, like they open with your like head. A, like a semi-auto. Like not yeah. even like a. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like not a, even like, like full auto. Like No, like, just like, God, God, just see if how many times you could do it. Yeah. Just like you just take a deep breath. You train like you dry fire to your head for like like 16 times. And you're like, all right, I'm getting that third one pretty quick. You get to All where right. you're like, uh, you know, when you like, you kill a snake, but it's it's still got its head on, so you, yeah, it's still wriggling around, yeah, yeah. So it's got that nerve thing. You you train your body to where, once you do it, it, it fires off the rest of the clip. Right, right. Oh, the electrical, yeah, the impulse, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember so my. Come, they're like, he was shot in the head thirty times. We believe this was self-inflicted. <laughs> <laughs> All the conspiracy guys are like, dude, Jake and Thomas must have been onto something. And it's like, no, we were we were training to kill ourselves for like six years. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I remember my uncle, my uncle, who's like, I told you, he's like a big gun guy, like tons of guns in the house. When I was like younger, and I've heard this from other people, and I don't understand this line of thinking. But like speaking of the 22 that you mentioned, it's like, you don't, you don't want to shoot a man with a 22 because, you know. I mean, if it don't stop him, he's going to keep coming. So you want to get something bigger. And I I understand that line of thinking. But I'm also like, if you come into my house with, like, a shirt on and you just have skin under it, <laughs> like, like, you're not robbing me with, like, a plate carrier on, like, I feel like a 22 is fine. Like, I don't, like, not that it's like, it looked like also, you could Also, like, do you, I think, uh. Of all people, I think Bill Burr actually went over this where he was like, I don't want to fire off like a 45 in my house because I'm just not going to be able to hear. Yeah, anymore. yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's if and if it, if you don't use hollow points, like if it goes through, like you're responsible for where that goes or whatever. So I never understood my uncle's like, you got to get something big, like, you know, uh, Magnif, you know, 40, 45. And I was like, dude, I'm not getting like, again. It's not like a green berets are breaking into my house. It's I live off the interstate. It's probably going to be some guy who's like, "Hey, I just smoked like a whole bunch of crack, and I'm going to stab you like so much, um, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like I'm going to kill you and your dog. Like I'm going nuts. Is that cool? Like I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna like if I have if I had a 22, I feel like that would do it. Well, it's not like I mean, I'm going to sh- throw shoot like him. PCP or something. I mean. But then you need like a killdozer at that point. I mean, right? I, I mean, the, I, but the key is the, the thing is you just got to be the brokest guy in your neighborhood at all times. It, it, well, it, or at least understand that mentality. Yeah, yeah. Like up until recently, you went to my house when I first moved in. Yeah. Um, I had nothing that you could steal, other than yeah. furniture. Right. You would have to like bring a a U-Haul van to rob me at that point. Right, right. You could steal the copper out of my house. You could do that. But right. I, didn't, I didn't have a TV. I had a laptop that's worth probably $25. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had some fireworks, uh, some lighter fluid, some lawn chairs. Um, I had a, a few knives. Mm-hmm. And like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think like I, you know, well, see, my leave your car door unlocked mentality bit me in my ass. But yeah, had, um, but uh, you know, 
that's that 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 was my. I should have left my jacket in there. Why anybody would want to steal a stinky jacket with like blood and queso on it? I don't know. To this day, I don't. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is is that like I think it's also worth considering that like if somebody enters your home, like. Am I just going to pull the trigger once with the 22? No, I'm going to dump the fucking magazine or the, you know, whatever the fuck. Like, the There's whole thing There's also a good is, chance, like, that you will not get the opportunity to. Sure, right. There, Yeah, that's all. There's always, like... That's assuming that, like, most people are a pretty bad shot. Uh-huh. And under yeah. pressure, most Worse. people are not, like, better. What you're no. going to do is you're going to get your 12-gauge uh, your out. And you were going to uh, shoot yourself in the thigh immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and you were going to bleed out yeah, um, he's, he, <laughs> while Bones plays <laughs> yeah. on your ex-wife's TV. And <laughs> that's what you're going to watch as, you, as the lights start to fade and your memories uh, your childhood on the playground and all mm-hmm. that. You know, your uncle yelling at you. and Getting molested. You know, you look yeah. up and some, you know, Six four guy could be any race, you know. He's six four one twenty five, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. One of those guys. Yeah, you know, he's he's just you know eating the the cheese that's in your kitchen and then leaving. Mm-hmm, he's not even right. stealing anything. Yeah, he just thought he was breaking into his grandma's house. Yeah, he and doesn't. Even, he didn't even think he was breaking in. He just yeah. thought he was coming home. You know. Yeah, I liked it, dude. I remember reading that it was in like police shootouts. It was some insane percentage. Like, it was something like... I think it was 150%. <laughs> no, it's <was> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a 70% miss rate. And it's like... The, and I remember thinking, like, to your point, it's like... It's like, that's not bad on, like, Call of Duty, but... On, yeah. Right. But if you're... <laughs> right. But if you have a license to kill with impunity... And you apparently you're like supposed to keep up with your shooting as a cop. Now I don't know what who's enforcing that, but like I remember reading that stat and being like, oh man, like even if you go to the range all the time, unless you're like shooting buckshot at somebody in the heat of the moment, I feel like you know, like you said, it's like some guy kicks your door in. If you have time to get to the heater. Yeah, I like the idea of just a guy let the chopper sing in his own house, like an AK. <laughs> just like that's his self defense weapon. Just kak, 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 kak. that's a pimp move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like through the, she's through just the taking out everything. Yeah, you, in like a your yeah. apartment complex, you you kill forty five people. Yeah, and it turns <laughs> yeah, out yeah. it was just the DoorDash guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Uh, my my uncle told me the story, and the way he told it, he wanted to seem like. He told it like what he did was like a tough and rational thing to do. He was like, yeah, because he's always I, – I think I mentioned this to you before. He's one of those guys that like every 10 seconds when you hang out with him, he's like, man, I wish a motherfucker come up in my house. Mm, I've been praying for 34 years. He's like 500, 600 pounds, stinks like shit, can barely breathe, sounds like shit, moves like shit, stinks like shit, looks like shit. But he's always like – he's like, man, he's like – you come in my home, you're going to meet your maker, buddy, in the store. And one time he's like, I was sitting in, I was watching TV. I was watching the movie in the living room. And I see somebody, it's late at night. I see somebody creeping around my blinds. And I keep Glock 9 in my, in my recliner, which, by the way, this recliner has, like, holes in it. It's covered in food stains. Like, it fucking stinks. Like, it's he has had the same recliner for, like, 30 years. It's like Al Bundy. Like, just you just lean back, gain 600 pounds over the course of 30 years, and watch Rock of Love 10 times a month. He's like, now, nah, I pull my Glock out, and I rack one in that chamber, and I'm about to let it fly through the window. But then, man knocks on the door. Now, I, I mean, I still don't know what's going on, but I get up. We've regret and I got my gun aimed at the door. <laughs> and uh, I see through the window, this motherfucker's got damn Amazon gift, gift delivery driver shirt on. I mean, buddy, let me tell you, I almost killed the Amazon driver. Now, again, the way he told this story, he was not in the wrong. The Amazon driver, I guess, should have been wearing a big hat. <laughs> like like a big fucking, like... You know how many kill. times a day that happens? Oh, I'm sure, like, like probably over a thousand Like. I, I know that Amazon drivers, like, I think, like, have been killed before, but the usually they don't. 
But I imagine at least like probably over a hundred times a day. Easy, easy. Because uh, I mean, they deliver to everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially people like my uncle, who like, I mean, he just and, and like the guy is so absurdly fat and retarded, and just like he's the quintessential like MAGA uncle. I mean, it's just like. He, it, one time he told me, we were at his house and Quan X was being interviewed on Fox. You know who Quan LX is? He's like, um... Of course I did. Sure. Yeah, I grew up we with know, that guy. Yeah, you grew up with him, of course. We used to break dance together. African-American gentleman, uh, I think he's with the Nation of Islam. Uh, one of them guys. Is he anyway. like a Farrakhan type guy? Or? No, he's like a, I mean, kind of, he's like Farrakhan light with some stuff, but he's just like a, Farrakhan. he's like an... A, He's like an activist guy in Houston. He's like a, you know, um, black nationalist, whatever. Oh, sick. We're watching him on the TV, and he turns to me. He knows my politics, but I think that's why he does shit like this. He was like, I ever tell you, I'm on Fuquay. I'm going to do a range down there in Houston. I see this motherfucker out walking around. Like he owns a place. Talking about a street corner. Like, and he was like, man, I was in Dooley. I fucking thought about it, just gunning it and fucking killing his ass. Dead. And I was like, Stephen, are you trying to tell me that you considered killing a black man with your truck? (laughs) And he's like, I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I was like, hey, uh, that's not cool, you know, whatever. And he's like, well, he comes on, he's, he just talks all this trash. Thing. He's like, and then literally, dude, hand the fucking God, same conversation, same breath. He goes, he says all this stuff, all this stuff about racism. When do you actually see racism? And I was like, you just told me. You just told me that you... Saw a black man in the street, which probably, let's be honest, wasn't even Quan L. X. The guy, the, the guy has like a, he's a public figure in Houston. He's got, he's not walking around a shitty part of town in Fuquay in a fucking business suit. I don't think he might have been, but it was probably just a bald, fat black dude. Let's just, you know, my uncle's fucking racist. It, he, he, he was gonna kill CeeLo Green because he's yeah. the guys <laughs> on TV. Yeah, I yeah, see yeah. this guy. He's he's all painted gold. And yeah. he's at the Grammy Awards. And I'm there. I see him. I just think about throwing a bottle of champagne at him. Yeah. I just think about how easy it'd be to just fucking throw my sandwich from 7-Eleven right at his fucking head. Yeah, and he's like, he, I was like, you just said you were going to run him over with your truck. And he's like, I ain't got nothing to do with the color of his skin. I just don't like him. And I was like. Just one of those things, again, like, we've talked about it before. Someone that you're talking to who you shouldn't be talking to, like, you just... They say something so fucking stupid that you just kind of, like... You gotta breathe through your nose like you would right before a big lift. You, like... Oh, bro. You know, you're just like, yeah. What am I doing here, man? Like, what the fuck? You're like... And again, it was at a family thing. So uh, this happened at like Thanksgiving, by the way. <laughs> My mom's in the corner, like, I don't know why y'all do this. You a hammer turkey guy, man? Look, <clears throat> it's gotta be. It can't be no fucking like, like, like salt cured fucked. Up. It's gotta be a honey baked ham, because I've had some ham like that's just like, you know, like salt cured and mm-hmm. like fu- cold or whatever, like. No, you gotta fucking toss that motherfucker in the oven for like hours and hours till it's fallen off the ham bone. Like it's got to be honey baked with the brown sugar. It's got to be that. It can't be the fucking like super salty, fucked up shit. I when, hear it that. Com- when it comes to turkey, man, some people disagree with me on this. I'm a white meat guy. Uh, I know dark meat is supposedly more flavorful. I like the white meat. All right, so I'm with you on the ham. Here's here's why I like ham. All right. In a, in, a, in a Thanksgiving context, because I'm not a ham sandwich guy. If I'm having a ham sandwich in a, you know, that's not like honey baked or whatever, then I like to have other meats on it, you know. Right. Like, you know, you get some salami and all that. Right. 
Thanksgiving ham, you know, with the skin still on it and all that. Um, right. I like the combination uh, with all the sides, like the the green bean casserole. Oh, fuck the game up with it, dude. Yeah. Yes, sir. You, you, you dip the ham in that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hey, with the yams a little bit, get a little oh, freaky with it. There we go. Let's go. Um, hey, even a little bit of the, uh, I like the, if it's turkey, I like to dip it in the cranberry sauce a little bit. Mm-hmm. Fork, mm-hmm. Whipping it. You know how it is. I like to get a little bit of the turkey stuffing with the ham. Okay. Like like mix, mix and match a little bit. Uh, do y'all do stuffing in the turkey? Um, we've, cause we've always, uh, we'd I'm, bake I'm, it I'm, separately. Yeah. It's like in a pan. Like yeah. Yeah. Where it's like kind of like deep and then it's, but it's like the whole right. pan. You, but I, I like it that way. Cause you get a crust on top mm-hmm. of the stuffing. That's just now yeah. game changer, garlic, mashed potatoes, dip the ham. Cause we always have a big pot of mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I've tried that one, but it's I'll keep bad. that. I'll keep that in mind. Hey, Holidays are up around the corner. They are. And you know what you need during the holidays? Money. You need to start looking at gifts. <laughs> you need to look at and, gifts. And uh, what's a better gift for your loved ones than a Ridge wallet? If you've got, listen, if you've got credit cards, cash, debit cards, birthday cards, um, whatever the fuck kind of card, you're going to want to get the fucking Ridge wallet because the Ridge wallet is the top of the line, best in the fucking business, front pocket wallet. It holds up to 12 cards. Plus room for cash, and they come in so many different designs. They've got carbon fiber, burnt titanium. I got the aluminum party rocker. Yeah, uh, little Jake boo-boo really boo-boo likes boy. his wallet. I love it. I love it. And uh, you know, and maybe maybe something will happen for you one day. Yeah, man. I just man. keep forgetting. I just keep forgetting to send the email. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I I have not asked one person for for. <laughs> For context, I keep forgetting to tell them that I haven't gotten a wallet yet, and they they're gonna send me one. I just forget to ask for it. Anyway, uh, we got a, a little code for you guys. You want right. to check it out um, at uh, ridge dot com slash pendejo. That's p e n d e j o, and that's a coupon as well. Coupon code. code. Yeah, if you're Keys. just on the site fucking around um, and you don't want to, I know you guys get on websites nowadays. Right. Yeah. You, you can use coupon code PENDEJO for 10% off everything in the fucking store, man. Everything. Uh, it's everything. They've got duffel bags. It's not just wallets. they got duffel bags. Phone, phone uh, cases. Phone Money cases, clips. Money clips. they got a whole uh, manner of fucking shit. You they can, got this rose gold one, dude, that I actually... I wonder if we can use our own code. What Will, will, the, will my computer blow up? That rose gold one is sick, dude. Uh, I really want to get that one. It'd be very funny if I enter it. They have my IP address and my laptop just blue screens. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, I I think I've mentioned on the pod before, but I'm obsessed with RFID blocking technology. I am too, and I love that it protects you from digital pickpocketers. Because those are those that happens. You know, it happens. And check it out. You know, if you're like a hiker or an operator or a crane operator or a foreman or, or a, a super crane. wrestler. Or a crane. This comes with a lifetime warranty. So if you drop it in the fucking port of John. Whenever even, you're dropping the, the babies into their homes. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. a crane. Right. Correct. Uh, comes with a lifetime fucking warranty. You could test drive it for 45 days also. You will like it. But let's say for whatever reason, if you're like a square or like a loser, you don't like it, you can get a full fucking refund. All right? Yeah, because, you know, you can just let them know if, you know, you're not man enough to carry a wallet To have around. a Ridge wallet. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hurting wallet. me. It's, it's hurting my my pocket it's, it's hurting hard, it's it's hiding my pocket my front pocket it's hiding it i don't know what accent that is yeah uh, uh but anyway you're going to want to one more time on these codes it's ridge.com slash pendejo or use coupon code p-e-n-d-e-j-o at checkout brought to you by ridge wallet um anyway so i'm fu- i'm thinking so my mom's going to she's going to louisiana for thanksgiving uh to fuck the game up on penny slots i do believe uh, but respect, uh, respect. Yeah, she's taking my little brother. She tried to get me to go with her, but dude, I fucking hate gambling because it combines all of my like least like my my worst character traits, which is chain smoking, binge drinking, and instant gratification. Those three things have been like the bane of my existence since I was like fucking thirteen years old. So every time I go to a casino, I sit at the bar, I put twenty dollars into the video poker machine, and I just drink for like ten hours. My mom's like, are you, are you up or are you down? And I'm like, I've spent like $10. Because all I got to do at this video poker to get free alcohol is click bet every 10, 15 minutes. 
And she'll be like, I won 300 bucks. And I'm like, that's cool. My addictions um, are to this pack of cigarettes and to this fucking Heineken and hitting this button. <laughs> like, I'm not really a gambler. I don't like, I've lost money gambling. And I, I the, the thing my brain immediately goes to is, man, I could have gotten so, I don't even do drugs anymore. But it's like, I could have gotten so high with all this money. <laughs> like, like, it's always been that way. Like, do you know how much fucking pills I could have bought for $500? Or like, how much blow, like, I haven't done any of that shit in a, in a while, but it's like, I have this like, it's just where my brain goes. It doesn't yeah. go to, it doesn't go to instruments. It doesn't go to like cars, all the stuff that I genuinely like and want to spend money on tattoos. It, I'll, I'll like, I'll lose $500 in a game of Hold'em at a casino. And I'm like, dude, I could have fucking partied for like three weeks. And then my, then I'm like mad at myself. It's like, why do your brain go there? And I'm like, oh yeah, I have like, I have a coward's mindset. You know, I need to I need to get more on the path of the alpha. Yeah, where, where I, I'll you, I'll lose you know, I'll lose some money. I'll be like, man, I could have bought like twenty Jordan Peterson books. Yeah. How Dude, many I books? Lo- does I he love have? Jo- I love Jordan Peterson, man. How many books does he have? Like three. Seems like it's like good... it's like the first one was like maps of. There was the one that made him all that money was the where he like repackaged like self help books for like guys who like uh when they play fight with their girlfriends, they like choke them a little too hard. Like that's basically his like key demographic is guys who are like, they take like two jujitsu classes at a strip mall school and they're like teaching rear naked chokes to girls at the bar or whatever. Um, Like it's, it's that 12 rules of life. Oh dude, the last gym I was at coach, this guy from Brazil, he was like, uh, (laughs) uh, he's a, he was a big time Christian, big Christian guy. And he was like, uh, he would sit us down and always give us, like, you know, he would read scripture or whatever after every class. But there was one time where he was like, I've been reading this book, and it has been changing my life. And we're all like, I thought it was like, you know, some like, uh, you know, heaven is real type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those like, you know, and he's like, I read it every day when I wake up. I read it every day before, and I can't recommend it enough for my students. And we're all like, what is it? And he's like, it's called 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. And I was like, I love that. <laughs> like, like, like a guy who was like, one of, like he's, he knows the Bible front and back like any guy who went to seminary and is just very, very like a very knowledgeable Christian about like his the religion and scripture and all that stuff. But I, I just love like you've read the Bible front and back so many times and the book that changes your life is basically like clean your room but for guys with like anger management problems you know like that's that's what that book is also and, being like way more disciplined already than the guy who wrote a book yes, on discipline correct yeah like you come from a part of the world that has not had like a stable government like he didn't live like he didn't come from like a, a like a, like a major city he lived in like like right outside like a wooded area and you know it's very poor and then comes to the States, fights in mixed martial arts, opens his own gym, starts his own business. But I understand, like, if you re- if you read any excerpts from that guy's books, his, like, he's, his, like, his level of, like, his level of convincing you is entirely contingent upon, like, how much ambiguity he can sell. So it, it's like, uh, you know, he'll be like, I'm paraphrasing, making shit up. But it's shit that's in the vein, it's like, you know, a warrior's mindset and, and the path of a man is to be a monster with, but he has his anger caged like a lion, but he knows when the lion is hungry. And guys who have, guys who do like, who do like 500 push ups a day and kick a bag six hours a day are like, uh huh, that's me. Like, it's not, <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's for those guys, it's for guys who've like want to do combat sports but just can't like either they're just skin, like they're just fat and not even strong fat or they're just huge pussies. But it's like, again, it's like, like I know combat sports guys like Rogan loves this shit and everybody like all the Rogan knights, like they, they love it, but it really is like, you'll see interviews where like, it'll be like Jordan Peterson, you know, um, drops a truth bomb. And he's like, well, you know, something that we fail to consider is, is that what's important for a um, for a man is important to be scary, but to be controlled. And I'm like, dude, I, I could shatter your shit 
with like a bet. Like I, I would, I, I'm not even trying to be a tough guy. You are not. Like you can't write. I mean, like I, like dude, it's been working. So maybe I'm wrong. He doesn't even look like physically impressive for like a philosophy guy. No, not at all. Like that, like there. That would be really easy to do. You could just be like five nine, one eighty, and be like a. Like a big philosophy guy. Uh, have like a 170 bench. <laughs> like, Just you know, like have hair that's like all in one place. Yes, correct. And also have a voice that doesn't sound like you're about to start crying. And also all the time. like like eyes that are crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you're yeah. crying. I don't know. He's like if – I don't know. He has like the same – it's like if Bruce Lee like had English as his first language or something. Yeah, well, he does like he it's it's like that he's he has Google Translate in his head and there's a cool phrase let's say in like Cantonese that if 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 you could understand the Cantonese version that would be a hard ass sentence, but it translates to English in his head and he's like the fish goes swimmy swim and up the stream to catch more water and then you guys know, you know often in nature you will find that a bear has the same strength as a setting sun and what does the sun do it doesn't let the bear um you know it comes back mm-hmm and it and then guys who did like a cycle of trend one summer in, in 2016 are like, dude, I don't know what you just said, but I'm rock hard. <laughs> like, like I am, I am, I'm ready for this. I love this stuff. Sometimes the strongest men are also the weakest ones. And the true strongest men are the ones who can't uh, hold a job down or, you know, keep a, girlfriend or um you know uh get anywhere in life women are like a rubik's cube men are like a bottle of hot sauce and you have to understand how to solve the rubik's cube and your woman has to know how hot the sauce is you know, a teenage girl is like a puzzle. <laughs> Just waiting to be solved. <laughs> I mean, and some some guy who like his idea of success is like getting an Auntie Anne's like franchise store at the airport. Yeah. That he like <laughs> yeah, yeah, manages yeah. and owns. Oh, He's yeah. like, Wow, like someday I'm going to, like, dig a pond mm-hmm. in my backyard. Yeah. I'm going to put three catfish in it that are yeah. sick. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a, I'm going to I'm gonna rebuild a motorcycle and drive it to my ex-wife's house. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do something bad there. There, um, his, like, well, what, what's fucked up is I think, like, I don't think fame was good to that guy. Like, I, 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 I really? watched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was good because, I like. Uh, for obvious reasons, but also, like, dude, that is just, like, a lot of, like, that's just a lot of philosophy or psychology, PhD, like, like PhDs. Like, that's just that's just a lot of them. Like, they're not necessarily, like, libertarians or right-wingers. They, they, they are a lot of the time. But a lot of them, by nature of getting that degree, if they don't get humbled by someone smarter than them once a month, they do enter this, like, doing axioms and fucking turns of phrase and like, you know, Hakuna Matata shit. Uh, and then a bunch of like 19 year old kids figure who out who you are. And then that's exacerbated to the 10th degree. Uh, and then your daughter absconds. <laughs> I hate it when my daughter absconds. Yeah. With a, with a, <laughs> with a foreigner. And then she sends you to a fucking benzo hospital in Russia, <laughs> like and not, not just a, a foreigner, by the way, but like a like a sex trafficking tycoon. Yeah, isn't he like a Saudi Saudi royalty? He has like, like he has the like, bad guy from Taken or something. He has like OnlyFans warehouses. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> and like, so, it's it's just like that's such a like a recent form of evil. It's funny. Yeah, it's very like, it's very such a, such a modernized like way webcam just, brothels, like webcam like sweatshops. Yeah, there's a another guy. He's like a pickup artist, like um, like former championship kickboxer. I forget his name, but um. He sells $1,000 video seminars called War Room Talk, um, where he, like, smokes a cigar with, like, other millionaires who sell children. And he's like, the secret to getting money and pussy is to doing a backflip off the diving board really cool as the sun sets and to have six-pack abs uh, and to just be a piece of shit your whole life. Anyway, the reason I bring him up is, is that I was doing some digging on this guy. And I was like, well, because he posts videos from inside a Bugatti, and he's like... You want to get the girl, you got to fucking hit the gym. You got to fucking be a fucking animal, dude. And you and when she asks how your day was, you beat the dog shit like like just one of those guys who's like women are fucking creatures, all right? And they are su- they are subject to the power of a masculine man. He's like dude, he could probably definitely whoop my ass, but he's just like he's just a fucking he, anyway. He lives in Romania now. And what right. he does in Romania is he runs – the way he makes all of his untold millions is he runs like 10 of those things. And Romania doesn't necessarily have like a regulated like sex work economy. So there's like, you know, unconfirmed rumors that the guy's basically just a pimp. Doesn't and Dracula like, live there? Uh, that is true. That is true. He does live there. That's where his castle is. Mm-hmm. In Transylvania, to be exact. You have to wonder what he's up to nowadays. You know, I feel like uh, Dracula fell off. <laughs> oh, he can fly. Yeah. It can't... Well, he can, technically, yeah. He's, I mean, I guess, yeah. He just turns to he turns into a, a bat. Oh, so if you turned into a bat and you started flying, I wouldn't say, well, Jake can't fly. Well, I'm saying, like, he doesn't fly like Superman flies. No, He's got to turn into an nobody animal. nobody flies like Superman flies. Except for Superman. Uh, Green Lantern. He, he, he flies with the ring thing. He uses the, the ring. Shazam? I don't remember who that is. Anyway, this so is So you stupid. got me there. Uh, he probably flies like Superman. <laughs> Uh, I, I, was I forgot be- there were other superheroes for a minute, so <laughs> I'll just end the argument with that, and that I probably lose because I forgot that there were superheroes other than Superman. So yeah. another L in the books for old Thomas. Yeah, um, Thomas. The tr- another L staggering train. defeat for me. Yeah, you know, life life gets I'm hard. Going man. home with my tail between my legs. Mm-hmm. And something else too. Mm-hmm. My pride. Yeah. Well. (laughs) 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 Man, how was your weekend? (laughs) I'm going to do this every week. Dude, I hung out with this guy. I don't know if you know him. I won't say his name, but... Oh, uh, we we hung out this weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that was last weekend. It's been... Dude, this morning I woke up and I was fully prepared. To have the best Thursday of my life. And then I uh, started taking the trash cans up the driveway, right? And I'm like, hmm. I do this on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I look. What do you know? I had three days left to work. <laughs> the week's been dragging by as well <sighs> for me. Because um, you miss me so much. I do, man. I think about you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um I, you know, as the year winds down, uh, I can't help but think of all the, the cherished memories I have with my friend Thomas. Jesus um, Christ. You know, um, we're, we've almost, we're coming up on our anniversary, man. Yeah. The big <laughs> one. Uh, I, 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 I do think we are, we have almost done like a total like 100 episodes and I'm like, God damn. And what it, have we talked about? Like three things. Klubo. We've talked about Clifford the Big you, Red Dog. Yeah, I like how you remember 
That's the one thing you remember me saying, and I don't have any memory of that. Well, episode. because it was like it's one of my favorite episodes because you, I think you were like asleep for like the last. I was as, minutes. I was asleep, <laughs> but I was also I was I was forcing myself to not awake, but I could not for the life of me tell you one thing that you said to me in that <laughs> entire hour. I mean, I didn't pick up on any of it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I told you about Dinky. I told you about Klubo. Clippered. Clippered. I'd have no memory of Clippered, but I think I said that. I'll tell you, uh, have you seen Roscoe lately? I have not. How's he doing? He's really bad. He's in bad yeah. shape. Yeah, is he hurting, man? No. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can just do that for like, yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Pl- How long do you want to do this for? Five years? Well, I mean, here's the thing, man. Uh, it, it, I've, I've thought about this before. If the podcast were to plateau indefinitely at the money that we make now, we can't stop doing it. It's a free $1,000 a month. But it's very, very funny to me to imagine that's like me and you locked in at 1000 a month at like 52 years old. <laughs> like, And by then, that's like $200 now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, adjusted for inflation. We're like, I'm like, uh, yeah, man, you know, uh, got my prostate exam, and you're like, you've been doing yeah. that a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Did he use his? Did I he got use mine. His? I think I still have mine. Oh, you still have your scores? No, my, my prostate. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. You ever? You ever? A doctor ever? Ever give you the old knuckle shuffle for any medical reasons? Not for medical reasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, the only weird thing um, was having to get physicals, where they you know they just grab them. Mm-hmm. I thought I had ass cancer some years back, uh, but it was just I was lifting like really heavy at this point. It was just old classic hemorrhoids. And uh, anyway, the my primary care physician at the time was this like like Baylor Med School, but like back in the day, good old boy dude, like big beer gut, kind of like a <laughs> kind of laugh. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm having some problems, man. It's fucking scaring the shit out of me. And uh, he's like, have you been to a gastroenterologist? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they were, they're recommending, uh, you know, I went there first. She's recommending I see you. I went there in a panic. And if everything's, if something is up from your recommendation, we can do like a colonoscopy or whatever. And I swear on the life of my mother, my brother, and everybody, he says to me, well, turn around. Let's get a look at that rear end. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it, that's what he said to me before he put a glove on and lubed his finger up and stuck his finger in my ass. And uh, he's like, everything looks good back here. And I was like, man, I need you to like, whatever you're doing, you need to hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Like, I I don't want you to hang out back there to get a second opinion, you know? He's, like, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, he's like, he's like honestly, man, like, I kind of slid in there easy. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he's like, uh, you want to have a beer after? I mean, we can, you know. Anyway, he was like, he he was, dude, he was super chill. Like, I, when I lost health insurance, obviously I couldn't see him anymore because it was too expensive. But he was, like, my doctor in Austin for a little while. He was, like, very thorough, very cool, very funny. But... The jokes, for me, the jokes start and stop at, like, me getting fingered for medical purposes. <laughs> like, that, like, that's when you need to, like, cut out the good old boy bit and bring up the, like, well, today we're going to have to. Like, I, like if we're going to do that, let's cut out the, like, hey, have you seen Gran Torino? I love that movie. We don't need to be doing that while you're fucking around in my butthole zone. Like, that's not, <laughs> like, he, like. And then afterwards, you know, he's like, I just think, he's like, you lift weights? You drink? And I'm like, yeah, I do both pretty often. He's like, it's hemorrhoids, man. He's like, you just going to, you know, they'll, they'll fuck with you. And then they'll go away. You know, they'll get irritated and stuff. Sometimes you need surgery, but I don't think you need surgery. Sometimes it makes them worse. And I was like, thank you. Um, moving forward, if you have to do this to me again, let's just not talk. <laughs> like while you're you know fucking around you know let's just keep it professional don't call don't say rear end don't say lube <laughs> don't say like let's see that honey 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'll take a look at your buttocks now. Your hindquarters. Dutch! I need you <laughs> bend over for me. Show me your butt. I need you to, hey, how, when's the last time you shared? You get clean back there? Because I don't really like, you know, I've been in this industry a long time. Anyway, it was very funny. Uh, I, now, what was not fun, that wasn't really, I mean, it, it was funny because it was absurd. I had to have a lady doctor do it once. Uh, that was that was weirder. Well, I've had physicals from lady doctors, and it's just like I know that I should like, like, I yeah, I should separate myself. It's a purely medical procedure. It's just like it's weird, and I was also like much younger. I haven't had a physical in a long time. It's been a, it's been I haven't been to the doctor. I don't have health insurance, but I always get like it's always like I'm always like, eh, I don't like these. I remember <laughs> when I, I when I played a. <laughs> When I played, uh, I think it was for baseball, I had to get a physical. It was like Pony League or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. And uh, I also was having, like, some pain in my groin. I think I, like, tore something in practice. And, uh, like, when you're, like, 12, and, you like, the first time that somebody outside of you, like, sees your nutsack, for, like, you're, like... Like, like, it's just very, you're like, ah, at least I was, I was like, there was, I was like, oh, I was like, cause I had heard I just, about, I this. just put my, my hands behind my head and I just close my eyes and just go, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> that's good. It is just, it's, you know, it's like the Indian dude at the urgent care. He's like, oh, okay. Um, Okay, I uh <laughs> I think it looks good. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I like I do like the idea of like well, no, I think I think it was was it Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning like apparently during a uh during a routine uh exam like a physical, he like put his nuts on the nurse's head. Like she was <laughs> like he was sitting <laughs> and she was down there like like doing her thing and he like stood up and like just placed him on her forehead. And then, like, this, the university, like, it, this was Peyton Manning in college. Everybody knew he was going to go off and, like, be a phenom. So the university apparently, like, did a lot of work to cover it up. And, you know, like, it wasn't, you know, she, like, it wrote about it in some article or some book. And then when everybody was getting, you know, like, around the start of the Trump era when shit was just fucking hot for every celebrity and athlete and this shit was, like, the Weinstein, Louis C.K. era, it, like, resurfaced. I had never heard this story, and my roommate at the time is like, he's like a football guy. He knows all the lore. And uh was watching some, like, thing on YouTube about it. And I, I'm sorry, it's very bad what happened. I thought, I don't know anything about football or football players. I thought Peyton Manning was like a church on Sunday, one Miller Lite per week type of guy. And maybe he is now. I don't know anything about football or who plays it. I don't know Dick. And then to hear that, I was like, what? And I'm laughing. Not good that I laughed. Maybe it's bad. Whatever. And uh, my friend Cameron is like, have you never heard this story? And I was like, dude, I thought Peyton Manning was like, you know, he like gives all of his money. like." To I thought he was like Tim Tebow or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like literally like a guy who like first pair of tits he saw was like junior year of college. You know, one of those types of guys. Which and there's I, nothing wrong with that. By nothing wrong with that at all. I just in a religious way, not in like a virgin way. Uh, and I and Cameron, my friend, was like, "No, this guy is like a dog. Like he's, you know." And he was like, "This is only just like one of a bunch." He's like the guy was. It's like if Johnny Manziel, if he didn't like fuck his whole life up or whatever. And I was like, "Dude, that's sick." Like, I love that. I don't love that he did that, but it is like funny that there are like. When you become such a like a major athlete, there are PR teams dedicated to you. Like people make six figures a year tweaking every aspect of your life. Like to where nobody'll ever know that you put your nuts on a on a school nurse's fucking head. <laughs> like allegedly, you know. Yeah, um, we know Peyton Manning definitely listens to this podcast, so uh no offense, man. But you're not welcome on. Yeah. 
I said it. Yeah, you know, you, we're taking a can, hard you, stance. You can never come on the show. Dude, that's I, a promise. Peyton Manning it, will never come on this show. I think it's time that we that we stuck it to the mayo-ass white dudes. Just yeah. mediocre men. We quit. Yeah. No, I'm not mediocre. I'm... We... Ext- you I... To, I... Quit. I quit. <laughs>